Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Joseph Prince. Joseph is a leading voice in teaching the gospel of grace around the world. Through his television program, teaching resources, and best-selling books, he's impacting millions around the world with God's love, grace, and favor. You can watch Joseph Prince Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. Let's dive into the message. Are you experiencing bouts of bitterness, resentment? You know, even during this lockdown especially, if you have bouts and, and they, are, they are on the increase, right, with your spouse, where you are you're always quarreling, you are short-tempered, where you find that you have bad thoughts about your loved one, and even parents and child and, and, uh, and, and, and their, 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 their grown-up sons and all that, and, and you know, such a, uh, I understand that lockdown can cause one to be impatient and, and because we see the best as well as the worst, you know, and, but more than that, deeper than that, it shows us what we really believe and what we really understand about the new covenant. Amen. And I feel like the Lord has uh, commissioned me and put it really strong in my heart to once again visit this, but in a fresh way, in a new anointing and, and asking ourselves the question because it's all contingent on us believing this. The fruit itself is telling us that though we, though we know this in our heads, we might not know it in our hearts. So I'm going to go right, dive right into it and uh, you'll see what I mean, all right? We'll start with a very beautiful story in the life of our Lord Jesus when He was on earth. Look up Luke 7 right now. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him. So Jesus went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from that city heard Jesus was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind Jesus at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him, invited Jesus, saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Then Jesus answered his thoughts. Simon, he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. Go ahead, teacher, Simon replied. Then Jesus told him this story. A man loaned money to two people, 500 pieces of silver to one and 50 pieces to the other. So 500 to one and 50 to another. But neither of them could repay him, so he kindly forgave them both, canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he canceled the larger debt. That's right, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet. 
but she has washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, but from the time I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. I tell you, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, your sins are forgiven. The men at the table said among themselves, who is this man that he goes around forgiving sins? And Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Now, this little account, this narrative in the, uh, that I just shared with you in the life of Jesus happened when he was invited by one of the Pharisees. And the Pharisees are people who know the law back to back. They know the scriptures by heart. And uh, they, they are people who uh, observe meticulously, all right? They are very uh, 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 conscious of any deviation from the law. And plus, they, they have their own laws added to it. Now, such a man invited Jesus to his house for whatever reason, we are not told, but Jesus went. And uh, along came, during the, during the dinner, along came a woman, and the Bible says she was a great sinner in the King James, and here it says she was an immoral woman, and another translation says that she was a prostitute. And she came, and she started weeping, uh, on the feet of Jesus. In those days, they would recline. The Jewish custom is to recline as they ate. So Jesus was probably looking at the Pharisee and the woman came behind. Both of them were reclining, facing each other. So she came behind and she wept on Jesus' feet. Her tears fell and she wiped his feet with her, her hair. And then she, she anointed his feet with very expensive perfume. And um, so Jesus looked at the Pharisee and the Pharisee is probably looking at the woman and Jesus knew what was going on in his mind. He was thinking, if, if Jesus is such a prophet, he would know that this woman that is, that is, uh, that is uh, touching him, all right, anointing him with a perfume, is a prostitute. She's a great sinner. And Jesus shared this uh, illustration, this story, illustrative story. He said, you know, there was once a man who loaned money to two, two, two persons. Okay, one borrowed 500 pieces of silver, and the other borrowed 50. When they both could not pay, he frankly forgave them both. Now, the, in, the, in the Greek, the word frankly forgave, I'm using the King James, and here it says kindly forgave in the New King James, freely forgave. All this is one word actually in the Greek. Charizomai, charizomai. Charis is grace, all right? To graciously forgive. Freely forgive. God does not require anything from you. God gives you forgiveness freely. Amen. That's how uh, Jesus shared the story. When they both could not pay him, the 500 uh, silver guy who borrowed 500 could not pay, the 50, uh, 50 silver could not pay, right? He forgave them both and he forgave them freely. Now Jesus asked this Pharisee Simon the question, which of the two would love him more? And Simon, you know, Jesus is speaking his language, you know. He, he, he's a man conscious of money, all right? He's speaking his language. He says, well, I suppose the one who is, who is, uh, whose debt was cancelled more, all right? The one who, who owed, owed the, the money lender, all right? 500 pieces of silver, okay? I guess he would love him more. 
And in the, I like, I like the uh, King James Version is accurate to the Greek. It says, thou hast rightly judged. And the word there is krino. Krino is the word used in our observing the Lord's Supper, judge ourselves, amen, is used in, in many other places when you speak to the mountain. If you will not krino in your heart, all right, and, and, and you, you will not judge yourself, you will not, and that's another message altogether, but the word judge is very accurate, okay, and um, uh, here it just says that's right in a New Living Translation, but actually Jesus says you have rightly judged. In the New King James, you have judged rightly. What is judging rightly? What to God is judging rightly? We all want to judge rightly. Amen. Ourselves. Amen. Uh, uh, situations that we are faced with. What is judging rightly according to the Lord? Judging rightly is when you realize whoever is forgiven much will love him much. Amen. So Jesus said, this woman has loved me much. And the reason she loved me much is because she knows she's forgiven much. So somewhere along the way, prior to this incident in uh, Simon the Pharisee's house, that woman was, has already received forgiveness from Jesus. And she knew she's forgiven. She didn't come to be forgiven. She came because she was forgiven. She came to express her love to the Lord. And, 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 and pastors, leaders, teachers, listen carefully. The secret is something that's found in these words. In the New Covenant, it says, I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins are remembered no more. It's in the forgiveness of sins. Because we don't fully comprehend forgiveness of sins. We think it's a starting point. All right, from then on, you know, God is looking at our behavior. God is looking at us and, and about to find fault when we fall short. You know, you're forgiven of all, all your sins from the day you are born. When you receive Jesus, forgiveness of sins for many Christians means from the day you are born, all right, from that, that, that day onwards uh, until the day you receive Jesus, all your sins uh, at, at this point of your life, your past, we call it past sins, are forgiven. So when the Bible says God having forgiven you all, our idea of all is not the Bible all. You know, we have an idea of our husband's all or our wife's all. You know, your, your wife says, I forgive you all. But what she means is that I forgive you of something that happened just now. She's not going to forgive you for your future sins. Amen. Only someone who lives outside time can forgive you of all your sins, past, present, and future. And that's forgiven much. Let me show you this verse of Scripture in Colossians 2. Amen. It says very clearly in Colossians 2, you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh. Don't forget, Jesus did not come. Jesus, listen, Jesus did not come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people live. And the Bible says we are all dead in our trespasses and the uncircumcision of our flesh. But God made a life you who are dead, God made alive together with Him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. Having forgiven us all our trespasses. Friend, breathe. Relax. Your sins are forgiven. So God's holiness today is on your side. Just like that night in Egypt, the Passover night, the angel of death was passing through the land of Egypt. And everyone, every Jewish home, all right, that has the blood on the doorposts. What, what is the blood of, on the doorpost means? It's the picture of Jesus. You see the, the, the doorpost and the lintel makes a cross. It's the picture of Jesus dying for the family inside. 
and the angel of death comes and he doesn't look at how good the family is, how moral the family is, how much they are serving God, their good name, their, their good works. No, 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 no. The angel of death and God is the one that, that uh, enforced this. When I see the blood, not when I see your good works, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. I will not allow the angel of death to come in, to destroy you. So now God's holiness is on your side. Why? It's as if God stands guard at your door where the blood is. Why? Because the blood tells God, there has been a death. You cannot destroy the firstborn in this house. You cannot kill him anymore because the death has been given. The death has taken place. The death of God's firstborn, the true Lamb of God. So now God's holiness is on your side and God is demanding your righteousness. God is demanding your acquittal, your forgiveness. Can you understand that? God's holiness is on your side. And that's why the Apostle Paul describes it like this. God in accepting us, God is righteous. He didn't compromise His righteousness. God is righteous in making us righteous. Those of us who put our faith in the blood of Jesus, God is righteous in declaring us righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now friend, this is not the basic truth. Let us move on to deeper things. No, this is the source. Amen. This is the foundation and this is the springboard of all our blessings in our life. It's the mother of all our blessings. We don't believe this. In Psalms 103, the first benefit, it commands with forgiveness of all our sins. We don't believe that. We're not ready for healing of all our diseases. Amen. Uh, re redemption from destruction and renewal of our youth like the eagles. All those benefits come later after we realize the very first benefit, the forgiveness of all our sins. And many of us, you know, we are walking civil war. We, we don't believe God has actually forgiven us of all our sins. Therefore, we, we, don't, we, we are hard on ourselves sometimes. And because you are hard on yourself, you are hard on your children. Because you are hard on yourself, you are hard on your spouse. Because you are hard on yourself, you have to forgive yourself. Amen. You forgive others, forgive yourself. Amen. Look at your life and ask yourself, am I loving much? Am I loving the Lord much? If I'm not, it's because of this faulty revelation about forgiveness of sins. I still think that I need to earn my way. I need to, uh, 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 you know, uh, I need to repent more. What about repentance? Paul preached on in Acts 20, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. So in other words, if you, if you uh, uh, turned uh, to the left, you're no more facing the right. This is deep, okay? Listen carefully. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. If you're turning to the left, you've just turned away from the right. Am I right? If I turn to the right, I've just turned away from the left. You cannot turn to Jesus without repentance. Repentance is turning to the Lord Jesus. And that's what Jesus meant when He says, you know, repent when He walked on earth. Repent and believe the gospel. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Does it mean that they all got to bring up their sins one by one and repent, every one of them? No, it is turn to me, believe on me. I am the Messiah. The kingdom of God is here now because I am here. Amen. Repent, metanoia, change your mind, change your mind. You cannot turn from one without 
facing the other. If you face the other, you have just turned from the other. So men make a lot of things out of uh, repentance. Uh, uh, but I'm not saying repentance. In fact, repentance is something that goes on all the time in our lives. Even right now, because of this message, many of you are repenting. You're repenting about your understanding of forgiveness of sins. You are repenting about things that you see in this message. Amen. You're changing your mind. And that's repentance. You may use the word repent. You may not use the word repent. The most important thing is that you are repenting. You are changing your mind. Amen. Towards God. Hallelujah. And repentance towards God means you think, uh, you used to think that God was against you. Now Paul says, repentance towards God. Aiz. Towards God means you think of God differently now. God is out looking for you. God is out not to judge you, not to impute your trespasses unto you. God is out to save you. God is out to bless you. God is out to heal you. God is out to, to bring you closer to Himself, to give you a new standing as His son and daughter. Hallelujah! So Paul says, this repentance towards God. Amen. What about repentance of sin, Pastor Prince? Listen, would you say the greatest antidote to sin is love? Love is the fulfilling of the law. But how do you get love? Love destroys sin. By mercy and truth is iniquity purged. Proverbs 16.6 How do you get love? Love is the fulfilling of the law. Would you agree? Not fulfilling the law is sin, right? So how do, how do I walk in love? How do I have love? Well, we just heard today. Jesus said, He who is forgiven much will love much. We love because He first loved us. Now friend, let me bring this to a close. Right now, let's apply that with each other as well. Do you know marriage is all about forgiving each other all the time. You never get beyond, oh, this is the basic. You start with forgiveness. No, no. You, it, is a, it is a foundation. It is the lifeblood of marriage. Bear and forbear with one another. Amen. Just like God does not impute sin to you, how about you? Do you impute that sin to your husband? Do you impute that sin to your wife? I'm talking about marriage here, friend. Amen. You know, we talk about God's forgiveness of all our sins and all that, but nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Have you ever told your wife, nothing can separate my love for you? Or you from my love? Just like God says in Romans 8, nothing, no creature, nothing on earth, nothing present, nothing in the future is able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. So the Bible says, love as Christ loves. So you know what? Have we said that to our children? Nothing you do can separate. No, Pastor Prince, if I say that, they'll take advantage of it. That is fleshly reasoning. It's time for you to put to death that kind of thinking. Repent of that, thing, that kind of thinking. It's not brought any fruitful results, that kind of thinking. Amen. We need to repent, yes, of the kind of thinking. It's sinful thinking. It's believing the worst of others. While you yourself, you always believe that you are the one that's able. You know, those who judge others and all that, you know, they, they forget that they themselves are guilty of that same sin. And I know many times, even during lockdown, you can see the, the worst in each other. That's why we need to understand that you'll never get beyond forgiveness because love is all about forgiveness. Have you forgiven your father? Oh, my father passed away uh, 10 years ago, Pastor Prince. Yeah, but have you forgiven him? He wasn't a perfect. Have you forgiven him? If not, somewhere along your life, here and there, and realize first and foremost that God has forgiven you of things that you failed to do to your father, the things that you dream of, how I wish I can do this for my dad, 
all right? And you feel guilty. And if you allow that guilt to fester, it will affect your relationship, the now relationship with your children, with your spouse, friend, whatever you failed to do has been forgiven you. Amen. And your father is in heaven. Amen. Or your mother is in heaven. She's, she doesn't want you to wallow in that guilt being accused by the enemy every day for things that you could have done. Amen. Stop living in the past. You are forgiven of all your sins. Amen. There are things that we do sometimes in our life that we feel like kicking ourselves. I wish I'd never done that. And all that. But it's done. Amen. Are you enjoying today's podcast? This podcast and all of Miracle Channel's outreaches are made possible by our donors. Every day we receive incredible stories of lives being transformed by the truth of God's Word. And none of it would be possible without the generosity of people like you. If you'd like to partner with us, please consider making a donation today. Your support will help us share the hope of Jesus across Canada and around the world. To donate online, simply visit miraclechannel.ca slash podcast or click the link in the show notes. Thank you for your support and together let's spread the message of hope far and wide. You know, to be, to be disappointed with ourselves is actually to trust in ourselves. And the Bible says, don't trust ourselves. Amen. Trust in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I trust in Jesus' name that this revelation is coming home to you in a strong way. And I pray in Jesus' name that you allow it, not just the revelation from God, amen, for you in terms of the forgiveness of all your sins and we live in it every day, but also with one another, amen, with one another, amen. Uh, the way God forgave me, am I forgiving my, my friends like that? Am I forgiving others like that? Amen. If not, why don't you do so? Amen. Praise the Lord. If you're not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, I want you to pray this with me right now. Amen. Friend, I thank God that you're watching this and that unto you is proclaimed the forgiveness of sins through the blood of the Lamb of God, the blood of Jesus Christ. And if that is you, pray this prayer with me. It's a simple prayer. It's not something you do. It's someone you believe. Amen. Amen. Pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, the true Lamb of God, who took away all my sins at the cross. He was punished and condemned in my place that I might be declared righteous forever. For He brought in everlasting righteousness. Father, You raised Him from the dead as a declaration that all my sins have been efficaciously put away. Believe that. And I thank You, Father, that all my sins are forgiven past, present, and future. I repent of that life and I turn to Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Jesus Christ, say it, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Amen. Friend, if you pray that prayer, you are now a child of God. The Bible says, all things in you are all passed away. All things in you is from heaven, from God. All things are made new. You are now a brand new creation in Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'd like for all of you right now, if you can, stand to your feet and, and lift your hands to receive this blessing. The Lord bless you with the blessings of Father Abraham. The Lord bless you with the blessings of Deuteronomy 28. Because all your sins are forgiven. The Lord bless you with good health. 
the Lord bless you that whatever you do prospers, but every weapon formed against you will not prosper. The Lord bless you with peace of mind and great shalom, well-being. The Lord bless you with an intimate walk, an intimacy with Him that comes as a gift. Amen. The Lord keep you throughout this week, preserve you and your loved ones throughout this week from the COVID-19 virus. Every time you are out in the name of Jesus, the Lord keep you throughout this week from the COVID-19 virus. The Lord bless you and keep you from all evil. The Lord make His face shine on you, be gracious to you, because your sins have all been forgiven through the blood of His Son and grant you and your loved ones shalom, peace, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.